This is Alex Malou for the IBC Aminacom podcast. Today we are talking monkeys and psychopaths. I never thought I would be saying those two words in one sentence when talking about a communications event, but here we are. So we have Joe and Nick here from Ogilvy. First of all, before we jump into that issue, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, sure. Well, thanks, Alex. Um, so Nick and I met well, about 10 years ago now um, in a sort of slightly cooler part of the world at a university, simpler times. And uh, yeah, we sort of parted ways after university in, in Winchester in sunny England. And uh, in that time, I suppose the PR and, and comms world got introduced to things like social media and self-publishing and... Uh, likes, engagement and shares and comments and sort of fell into a state of shock and panic and uh, we decided to reunite under the sun and create a, uh, I suppose, a content and editorial craft to sit within the PR and influence discipline here at Ogilvy and we've been on a sort of indulgent mission ever since to make it the the centre of the universe within Ogilvy. Yeah, I think we were a a response really to the sort of change in in PR and uh, it's all of those factors that had impacted it and uh, it had to go in a new direction and I suppose Ogilvy reacted and that was that was masterful storytellers that were able to uh, you know to, to move in the direction it needed to. Right let's jump to the subject at hand what is this all about what is this talk on um, I, in my mind is just going all over the place so set me to rights. Well I mean our minds are all over the place most of the time we're not we're not comms people traditionally um monkeys and psychopaths we don't really want to give too much away alex uh to be honest but uh, essentially what it what it really is all about is is the power of storytelling it's the impact of storytelling um a, a small bit of history i suppose and a bit of science around decision making uh but it's not just about that it's more it's more focusing on the I suppose how we manipulate the the sort of power of or the impact of storytelling on on the body and on the mind uh, how great communicators manipulate that today um the impact of data to traditional storytelling you know when we know as humans we're sort of we're genetically hardwired to search out narrative from things you know we're not we're not looking for facts and statistics we're not looking for that um naturally we're looking to 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 craft something into narrative um and so that that comes with a uh, sort of great deal of responsibility if you're a storyteller, right? Because you've got the opportunity to to be very manipulative, and we see that a lot today. Um, you know, you just look at something like like Brexit, for example, uh, the sort of power of um, of a very well told story, and a sort of a mass of people desperately searching for a narrative. Uh, so we're looking at how you know the sort of change in the communications industry in terms of of, of data and different platforms and multi-format content has uh, has kind of impacted storytelling, um, and how important it is for for people like us to be very ethical and and, and sort of morally courageous storytellers today. Um, and the context is 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 monkeys and psychopaths, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's as much to do with sort of meaningful and authentic storytelling as well. You know, we, we live in an environment where brands are now self-publishers. You know, an influence we spoke about it earlier, it's, it's been moved away from the brands themselves really to, to their consumers. So the brands have to talk in a way that is much more meaningful to, to be heard. You know, rather than shouting loudest, you've got to say something interesting and, and meaningful and useful, really. Um, and it's, it's how you achieve that that we want to explore. I love your comment about we don't look for data. I'm just thinking about my three-year-old. 
know, when she's like putting her hands up saying, Daddy, tell me a story, Mummy, tell me a story, you know, she doesn't go in and say, what the facts here, what the figures here, you know, give me the, <laughs> give me the KPIs, please. Um, but what do you want the audience to, to do differently? What do you want them to, to walk away thinking differently? What do you want them to, to do um, which will reflect your learnings and your insights? I mean, it is all about them. It's not a lecture. We're not there to kind of present anything per se. It is we're looking for a bit of audience participation. What, what we do is what, one of our core values at Ogilvy is is what we call relentless curiosity. Um, and it's, the, I suppose, the art of, of even if we do a good piece of work every now and then, it's about finishing that and, and saying what could have been done differently, what could have been done better. Um, kind of always asking what if, what if, and these kind of questions. And so what we've done is we've really taken a good hard look at ourselves, looked at the region, Middle East and North Africa in particular, and we're looking at how storytelling is being sort of implemented throughout the PR and comms industry because we talk about it a lot, but there's not a huge amount of 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 investment into this area because it's 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 a bit i suppose maybe people are a little bit nervous to invest in something that feels very old-fashioned and traditional we talk about the history of storytelling back to you know yesterday back to cave paintings and the pyrenees people are like well i've got i've got metrics now i've got engagement i need to start investing in people that know about this stuff and we kind of forget about something that's a little maybe a little bit harder to to judge and to um and to measure so for us we want to kind of pose these questions we want to pose questions to to the audience we want to have them take a little take a little look at the industry where we're at in terms of our i suppose our activity um balanced with the way we talk about things what we talk about um and that and, and kind of just have them have a, have a good look and maybe look at their their perspective on things because i think at the moment we're operating in in a world where people are yeah, they're sort of very desperate to be right about things. They're very desperate to be agreed with. I don't know if you've ever been on, I mean, you've seen me on Twitter, Christ. If you've ever been on Twitter and, you know, someone calls you out for getting something wrong, you know, it's like it's the end of your world for, for the next couple of hours. So we, we want to be agreed with. We want to want to be right very quickly. We don't stop to sort of think about our perspective on things. We don't stop to think about how we feel about the world we kind of operate in. I think we're, we're kind of at risk of, of losing our sort of real authentic opinion on things um, and really engaging with, with, with stories and ideas and, and using them positively. And we're also hoping to, uh, for the first time, show uh, some results of, um, of some neuroscience research that we're doing ourselves. Uh, we're teamed up with the SP Jane School of Business. Um, uh, they got in touch with us about a, a neuroscience uh, research lab they built um, after seeing a sort of beta version of Monkeys and Psychopaths, funnily enough. Um, so we're working on some some research as well in this area of, of sort of human empathy and connection uh, and um and we're hoping to sort of unveil that at Aminacom. So that's hopefully what people should take from it. Mm. Would you add to that, Nick? I think that, I think that summed it up nicely. I think um, yeah, I, I agree with all that. And we're bringing a little bit from our, our backgrounds into it. You know, Joe, you're, you're a former national journalist. I'm a copywriter by trade. And um, underpinning all of that, I suppose, is, as, as I mentioned earlier, the like meaningful communications and providing something uh, of value, you know, a journalist is, is out there getting uh, an authentic story um, and a perspective on something that's factual, whereas we, we have moved into an area where, you know, the, the facts are perhaps almost secondary to something that's entertaining or uh, controversial that makes you feel something. And I suppose we want the audience to leave with a bit more of a, a journalistic approach to, uh, to how they would hunt down authenticity, I suppose. So neuroscience 
monkeys and psychopaths. Again, my mind is racing even faster now. It's not the drinks around me. Um, I just have this picture of, of monkeys with helmets on, with people with, you know, labels on them. But uh, I suppose I'm going to have to, to wait until February to find out more on the, on the subject. Since you mentioned that, um, that's exactly what it is. I'll ask you a question, Alex. Have you ever seen someone... So you've, you've, you've got children, is that right? You yes. Mentioned that? Yep. You ever seen them, like, the bump, they bump into something, they bump their head, and it kind of makes you wince? You're that, oh, that, that looked like it hurt. I felt that. That's what my mum used to say. I banged my head a lot as a child. She's like, I felt that, and um, it's sort of a throwaway phase. But it's, it's completely true. Completely true that we have the ability as humans to um, to kind of experience the, the feelings or the sensations of, of, of people when what they're doing and what they're engaging with is very, very real. And this is why we, we cry at films, even though we know it's like actors that are dying, you know, like The Notebook, not that I've seen it, I have, I love it. Um, or we feel fear when we, you know, we sort of see Darth Vader, all these kind of things. And it's, and it's because of monkeys that we know that. Um, so that's where monkeys get introduced to our story. So it is monkeys with helmets and, <laughs> and wires and people in lab coats. Um, but we'll, we'll sort of, we'll, we'll tell all and. uh, in Bahrain, I guess. Absolutely, you'll, you'll just have to, to turn up and uh, and discover it for yourself. I suppose <laughs> that's, that's all that remains. So wait until February if you want to see monkeys and helmets on stage in Bahrain. Um, I think you know, that's where we're going to end it. Even though the wincing piece, I completely agree. But my wife winters for both of us whenever our three-year-old bumps into something, which is fairly often. Uh, mostly she bumps into me, so I, I physically feel it. But uh, I want to say thank you both, and uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on. And look forward to seeing you in Bahrain in two months' time. Thank you very much. We look forward to it. Thank you. See you then. <laughs>